Hi, and welcome to Food with Mark Bittman. As always, you can email us at food at markbittman.com. Let us know what you're thinking. We will reply. And please do subscribe to this podcast. Uh, rate us wherever you get your podcasts. And obviously, we prefer it if you rated us highly. Consider to please subscribe to our newsletter, The Bitman Project, which you can find at bitmanproject.com. Comes out three or four times a week and is, we think, really good. Okay, back in a sec. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. A couple of years ago, my grandson, Holden, was still watching Sesame Street, which just finished its 53rd season, perhaps more incredible than that, is that I remember watching it when it started 53 years ago. Anyway, one of Holden's favorite skits was Cookie Monster's foodie truck, where the lovable blue guy and his friend Gonger make food based on so-called requests they get from kids. And Kate made it her mission to have Cookie Monster and Gonger on the podcast and to our great delight, the monsters were available, as was Rosemarie Trulio, who's Senior Vice President of Curriculum and Content at Sesame Workshop, and a wonderful woman. The amount of work that goes into producing such a thoughtful, educational, and delightful show, of which I'm sure we're all fans, is tremendous. And you'll note that when you listen to my chat with Rosemarie, which comes after my discussion with the guys, the monsters, who talked with me about a variety of things, including missing Gordon's presence on the show, a sentiment that I share. There's not one thing not joyful about this conversation. 
you will want to listen again, even if you heard it the first time. So I'm ecstatic to say that today we have Cookie Monster and Gonger, and together they are... Monster Foodies! <laughs> yes, that's our trademark intro. It's a pretty great trademark intro. And the first time we've had non-human foodies on the show, so oh, there you go. Yeah! Yeah, we did it. First <laughs> monsters to make it. Absolutely. Hi, Cookie and Gonger. It's all right if I call you Cookie? Please, yes. feel free. <laughs> that's his first name. Yeah, totally aghast to meet you. And my grandson, Holden's going to be out of his mind to hear that I talk to you. I have been meaning to call into the foodie truck, but I've been struggling to figure out what I want to ask you to make. So what are your favorite things to cook? Yeah, I'll recommend you anything you want, Mark. Why you want? You're feeling a little bit hungry? Recommend you something. Don't worry. Recommend you anything you want. Gonger's a master chef. He can make anything. But you know, yeah. you you can't go wrong with cookies. Please. <laughs> you want cookies? We got them. Yeah, yeah we, we got them for a very short while. Yeah, you so got to get, get them quick. quick. Get them yeah. while they're hot. Cookies is good. So you guys sound like... You know each other, and you look like you're close friends, but are you close friends outside of the kitchen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're buddies. We're buddies. And, you know, I'm thinking about hiring, you know, going to rent a little place, live next door to Cookie Monster, above the laundromat, maybe. Oh, yeah, okay. That's open. Yeah, yeah you can I'm live there. Yeah, I saw it's empty. Nobody's living there. I'm going to move in. Do you ever have dinner parties together for your friends? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Oh, very massive. Yeah, you know, Gonger likes to try out new recipes with all our friends. Yeah, sometimes I like to make a nice barbecue. We bring our friends over. We have some fun. Hey, you can come too, Mark. You're invited. Yeah, you know what, Mark? You're invited next time. Okay, I'm totally into it. You know, often when two people cook in the kitchen, they disagree about what's going to happen. I'm wondering how you guys resolve that. We like a well-oiled <laughs> machine. No. We like a well-oiled skillet. We never, ever disagree. We, we always agree exactly on what to eat, right, Gonger? Well, yeah, I mean, sometimes. But we're on the same page. Me and Cookie Monster, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, if me want like, uh, you know, like a salad, you know, me love lettuce and tomato and and... And avocado, and so does Gonger, right? I know that you do mostly like cookies, Cookie Monster. Let's get it straight. I mean, if cookies are the thing that you like to eat. Me do. Me do love cookies, but yeah. you know, me, me eat other things. No, me cookies, not you don't just... eat other things, cookies. You just eat cookies every no, day. No, cookies. Gonger, you, you're not no. hearing me. No, no listen, we, me, oh, me don't... At you. Excuse me. The cookies. No, we love cookies, but we eat other things. Yeah, every time I look Mark, I think the answer is yes. We do disagree. You agree about cookies. You know what? Let's agree to disagree. Okay. You know, why don't we disagree to agree? How about oh, that? That's a good idea. Okay. Okay, that, that, that's terrific. Not a okay, okay, okay. Whose idea was the foodie truck? How did that happen? Well, it was Gonger's brainchild. Oh, cookies. We were working at the Fatchester Hotel in the kitchen, and we said, look, we're onto a good thing here with this business. Let's get a little side hustle. So we got ourselves a foodie truck. The timing was great, I think. I'm wondering if you've ever visited a blueberry farm. This is obviously a loaded question. And if you could tell me a little about that. Wow, how did you know? <laughs> Incredible, huh? You do your research. <laughs> wow. You're a big fan of monster foodies. I'm impressed. Yeah, we did. Ooh. We went to the blueberry farm. Oh, we learned a lot about the blueberries. Now, uh, Mark, you might think that the blueberries grow on trees or on vines or in little 
cardboard cartons, but oh no, baby, nah, they grow on blueberry bushes. Yeah, yeah, and you know sometimes they called starberries. Yeah, you, know that? you know why? You know why that? You want me to tell you why? I'm gonna tell, tell you. Tell why. him, Gonger. You listening? Okay, I'll tell you why. Because when you turn them upside down, they have a pointy little star shape on them. It's so pretty. Yeah, 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 and oh, you know, and they also. They're not always blue. They start out like green, then they turn like pink, like like gonger pink, and then then they finally turn blue. And when they blue, that means that that's when you get to pick them. Yeah, we learned that. Yeah, that star thing I did not know. That's really cool. The other thing about blueberries, I think, is that they're pretty much international. Like they span the globe. Not every place has them, but many, many places have them. Yeah, they are really exciting food because if you got the bowl of blueberries, sometimes you're gonna get one and it's gonna be so sour, and sometimes you're gonna get one and it's gonna be really nice. It's very exciting. <laughs> Very exciting. Yeah. And Gonger, it's blueberry. Blueberry. No, blueberry. Blueberry. You're, you're adding an extra b in the middle. Blueberry. Blueberry. Okay, forget blueberry. it. Moving on. Moving on. One of my favorite things to do, actually, for talking about kitchens, is scrambling tofu, sort of like you scramble oh. eggs. Yeah. I know you've been cooking with tofu lately also. Did yeah. you learn anything about that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Well, let's let's hear it. What you got, Gonger? Well, we learned that tofu is made from soybeans. Can you believe it? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't believe it, Mark. Yeah. I was so shocked. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, they grow in they grow in little pods, right? Yeah. 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 And yeah, I want to hear about what you do with them, Mark. You yeah, know tell me. what I... do you do? Teach me. I want to learn. You learn. <laughs> we want yeah. to learn from Mark. Two things I will say about tofu. One is I love to make tofu jerky, which is basically you cut tofu into slices and bake it for a long, mm. long time with Nummy. spices until it's num, num. sort of chewy. Oh, I love that. Ah, num, yeah. num. Really oh, good. Ah, yeah. Really mm. good. Tofu jerky, yeah. And the other thing is, I don't know, this is not about making them, but in tofu, when you make tofu, you can you use soybeans, you make a milk out of the soybeans. And then you curdle that milk with whatever, usually something acidic. And the skin forms on the top of the milk before the tofu curdles fully. This dry kind of like pudding skin forms on the top Mm. of tofu. And you can take that off and eat those tofu skins. And that's that's the best part. That is Yummy, yummy. Hey, Mark, Mark. Really good. Yes. Uh, How do you milk a tofu? How do you... How do you milk a tofu? You uh, grind the soybeans and question. soak them in water. I know that was a joke. But oh, okay. No, I, I, I want to learn. I'm here to be educated by the professional. Well, I could come to the truck and show you how to do it. It's pretty simple. That's a good idea. You know, we'll yeah. just yeah. drive yeah. over and pick you up. Yeah. That would be awesome. Okay. I'm only 60 miles away. We like a road trip. Road trip, gonger. Yeah, oh boy, yeah. You look outside the window. When you see the big orange food truck with the big eyes on top, you know, that's me and Cookie Monster outside the door right there. Okay, I'll be right out as soon as you get here. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> sweet potatoes, did you know that they were grown in the ground? Yeah, you know, sweet potatoes, they just like regular potatoes, but get this, they sweet. Yeah, 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 and they're not just yummy. Oh, no, they're beautiful, Mark. They come in so many different colors, like orange and purple and white and yellow. Yeah, it's a veritable potato rainbow. 
Were you just at a sweet potato farm? Is that why you know so much? Yeah, we yeah, yeah. we spent a whole afternoon there. You had a great time, didn't we? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those farmers are very nice people, Mark. You should go and visit them one day. I visit them frequently, but maybe not those particular ones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. you could they're do nice so folks. much with sweet potatoes. You could do uh, you know, sweet potato fries, mashed sweet potatoes, uh what sweet else? potato pancakes. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, cookie. Yeah. We should try to make sweet potato waffles next time. Wait, how about sweet potato cookies? <laughs> Cookie how about that, huh? Don't, 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 don't do it. No, stop. All right, some personal questions now. I'll bet you have a secret stash of cookies in that truck. <laughs> well, you know, me not like to, me not like to hide cookies. You just you like know, to eat them. Me not like to make cookies secret. Me like to have them out and open for all to enjoy. You know, you should never hide a cookie. What do you mean? For all, everybody. I like, me like to share me cookies. You like to share your cookies, but mostly you enjoy them, Cookie Master. Me do like to eat cookies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me, me have a hard time not eating cookie. But, you know, me do like to share them. So you're denying having a secret stash in the truck. Me no have secret stash of cookies. Yeah. I might have mentioned that I started watching Sesame Street back in the early 70s, and I wanted to say how much I miss Gordon and Maria, which I had a major crush on Maria, I have to say. So do you talk to them at all? How are they doing? They're doing fine. Look, you know, I always send Maria some toast because it always seems like she has a broken toaster. So I send that every day. I put a little bit of toast in an envelope and I send it to Maria. And Louise can have some if he wants some. I don't know if he wants some. Yeah, me, me have hilarious text chain going with Bob, Maria, Gordon, Susan. Wow, Louise, really? Alan, Gina, Chris. Okay, Master's on a group chat. Oh, because you know that Gordon is Chris's uncle. So we see him every now and then. Yeah, me talk to them all the time. Please send all of those people my love, even though they have no idea who I am, but still. I'm going to give them a little kiss just from you. I appreciate that. I don't know whether you eat together or not, but we ask all our guests what they had for dinner last night. We didn't eat together last night, did we? we no, we did not. No. What, no. what did you have? I had a lovely vegetable lasagna. Oh. I got some red peppers, some eggplant, nom, nom. some tomato sauce, mm. some white sauce, some mozzarella cheese. Oh, boy. Wow, you went all out. Olive oil. I made a nice meal for me. Sounds great. What did you have, Cookie Master? Guess what me had? It start with letter C. <laughs> what? Guess what? Yeah. What? What do you think me had? No. Go on, Mark. Cheese. Oh, chicken cacciatore. Oh, two C's. Oh. Yes. And then... You make that yourself? Me did. It turned out oh, me, me learned from the best gonger. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about Mark? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mark. Mark <laughs> taught me this, the recipe. He gave me the recipe. We did have cookie for dessert. Of course. Me have to have cookie. <laughs> what did you have for dinner, Mark? I had this thing I've been making, lamb stew with mm. prunes, walnuts. Oh. Yummy. Lots of carrots, a little bit of tomatoes. Really good. You, Lamb neck. You need to give us that recipe. We can, I can give you that we recipe. We can make that in the food truck. Maybe you can send us some. 
You have a you have a catapult? <laughs> if you drive the truck up, I'll give you some. Otherwise, I'm eating the leftovers for dinner in two hours. Oh, we better be quick. We got to get there yeah, in two hours, Gonger. Yeah, yeah. Start up the engine. Okay, okay, okay. Oh wait, me drive the truck. Me gonna start it up. I'll start the engine. You drive the truck. Okay, me got it. Well, thank you for joining us. I can't tell you what a gas this has been. I'm wondering if you would mind saying a special hello to my grandson, Holden. Yeah, of course we say hello to Arden. Arden, this is me, Ganga, from the Fruity Toxin. Hello to you. And my friend is here, too. Yeah, hi, Holden, this cookie monster. It's so nice to meet you. Yeah, maybe we could get together and, you know, have some cookies one day. That'd be terrific. Yeah, maybe you could come by the like food a party. Yeah, let's do it. Holden, come on over to the foodie truck. Love yeah, to have you. Party. Thank oh. you. Hey, Mark, I got a question for you. I'm not finished yet. Wait a minute. Okay. All right. Uh, shoot. You, which, which recipe are you going to send me? I want your favorite recipe. Well, you want that lamb recipe. It really is recipe. good. Is that your favorite? It's my favorite this week, I can tell you. Oh, <laughs> what's your favorite last week? What was my favorite last week? You know, the problem is I can't remember. I oh, just cook yeah. all the time and it just... <laughs> Goes right out of my head. Hey, we could be twins. <laughs> I'll send you the tofu jerky recipe because oh, yeah. you'll really like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want the recipe. Just put it in an envelope. <laughs> the food and send me the food. Okay. When we come visit the truck, we'll yeah. bring some. Yeah. I can't wait. All right. Me either. <laughs> you guys are so good natured. I really appreciate it. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Bye bye. Thank you, guys. Bye. 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 I love you. Love, love you. <laughs> Bye, Gonger. Bye, <laughs> Stay tuned for my chat with Rosemarie about Sesame's food content and the very important role the Cookie Monster plays. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. Rosemary, thank you so much for joining us. Really great to have you here. Great to be here. Thank you, Mark. You've been at Sesame Workshop for 20 years. 25. Uh, excuse me. Yes, it'll be 25 this March. I'll say it again. You've been at Sesame Workshop for 25 years, and your job seems incredibly involved and multifaceted. Can you just talk a little bit about it, how it's evolved and where you're at right now? What's wonderful about my job is I'm constantly learning because we're always identifying what are the current needs of children and how best to create a curriculum so that we can then create content to meet those needs. 
Sesame's origin was an experiment. How can we harness the power of television now is how to harness the power of media because there's so many media platforms to reach children and to educate children. And so I'm always learning and it's just, it's a wonderful experience, which is why I've stayed around for 25 years. I know the yes, no answer to this. I'm looking for some detail. So how's the workshop's approach to food and food content, et cetera, changed and evolved? And where have you landed? Where are you at now? Yeah, that's a really good question because health has always been a part of our curriculum. It's one of the content cornerstone domains, but it has evolved. It started about, I would say, 17 years ago as we were starting to figure out what would be the next curriculum focus. So I should just explain that every year while we address all school readiness skills, we hone in on a particular need to keep our show current and up to the best practices research. And to hone in on nutrition, every year we have a curriculum focus. We bring in all the advisors. And we were advised that it's really important for children to be open to trying new foods. We also know that it takes multiple attempts or multiple tries before you could say, I don't like this food or I like this food. And so not to give up, but also not to deem any food as a forbidden food. But when you do that, then children, you know, they tend to want that forbidden food even more. So we introduced this language of there are anytime foods and sometimes foods. Perfectly logical. It should be universal throughout society. Right. And so that really helped us set the, the stage, so to speak, so that we could explore a range of, of foods but help children make choices and to give parents the language to say, this is a sometimes food. We can't eat cookies all the time. We can't have dessert after every dinner meal. And so that brought up Cookie Monster because we have a monster who loves to eat cookies. And so we used Cookie Monster as a model for children to learn how there are these wonderful fruits and vegetables and anytime foods and how this notion of eating things in moderation is really a key message. And to eat a rainbow of colors, that was another message, right? Mm -hmm. To introduce a range of, of colors so that the children who just want to eat those white foods, we could introduce all these wonderful array of foods. I mean, I watched a little bit of Sesame Street even before I had kids, but I certainly watched it in the 80s almost daily. And, you know, you had this character whose basically running joke was that he stuffed his face with cookies and nothing else. And turning that around must have been an interesting process. Some of that, I think, evolved during the introduction and evolution of the foodie truck. Yeah. It's a really good question. If you're going to introduce a healthy habits for life curriculum and you're trying to talk about anytime foods and sometimes food, what do you do with a character like Cookie Monster? So that came up quite a bit in our planning sessions, but also in how to address story on Sesame Street. So first, Cookie Monster eats everything. You know, he'll eat a table, he'll eat tablecloths, he'll eat a phone, but his love, his true love is cookies. And he doesn't have much impulse control. He sees a cookie, he wants to eat it. And that's another component of, of healthy habits, right? How do you have delayed gratification knowing that you, you can't always eat everything the moment you see it, especially uh, sometimes food. So we decided 
who better to use to help kids build these healthy habits was to use Cookie Monster because we wanted to recognize that children are drawn to the sweets and the sometimes foods. And we have to evolve him. And when we did, we got some pushback from fans, adult fans, saying, are you turning Cookie Monster into a veggie monster? Are you turning Cookie Food Monster police. into a Pilates monster? Right? And no, he still eats cookies. We've not transformed him, but he does play a critical role in helping us help kids understand more about foods and how they impact our body. And then it evolved to the foodie truck. And what's wonderful about the foodie truck is that children are learning through this segment where foods come from. And that's part of our science curriculum because children think, well, you just go to the, the store and you buy it. Well, they are grown. And these, what we call process films, going to a farm and seeing that food item and seeing the stages of its development and then how it's then shipped to the store and then how it's used in food preparation is a wonderful segment. It highlights the aha for children. You know, I didn't know that. And that's a lean in moment, but it's also building their, their science and health knowledge. It's very Mr. Rogers, actually, because he did that stuff, not just with food, but, you know, we all remember those factory segments. He obviously loved going to factories. And yeah, I love that stuff as an adult. But I also do remember watching shows that were production shows and even shows about agriculture back in the 50s when I was a kid, because that stuff is fascinating. That stuff is really interesting. And there's not enough of it. So it's wonderful that you're doing it. I don't know what the percentage of children watching Sesame Street are joined by their parents, but it's got to be really significant. And I wonder how you're addressing parents directly or indirectly in the show, how you're encouraging parents to talk to their children about food, what you're encouraging them to say about it. I, I know this must be something that you're thinking about. No, absolutely. And that was something that was thought quite a bit from the very beginning. Sesame Street is live action. And of course, we incorporate animation as well. But it's a street. And it's a street that is diverse and it's inclusive. But we have a human cast. And that human cast is so important. I often say to parents, when you watch Sesame Street with your child, watch it through the lens of a parenting show. Because our human cast is modeling how to talk to your, your child and how to answer their questions, how to guide their play. And there's language that you could use when the show is over and you're extending the learning with your child. So what we know about Sesame is that because it's written on two levels and there's lots of humor for the adult, we also bring in celebrities. The celebrities are for the adults but never at the expense of a child. So we really are creating it as a dual audience. We want to invite the adult in. So it's not, a, oh, that show is only for my child. I'm not going to watch. We want you to co-engage because we know that the learning will be enhanced if you are watching along because you're learning as well and you're extending the learning when the show is over. So last question is something I ask everyone, which is, what did you have for dinner last night? Oh, last night I went out to dinner with a friend and I had salmon 
over mashed potatoes and spinach. There you go. I was sort of hoping, I mean, I know it's terrible, but I was hoping you'd have some like fabulous Italian-American home-cooked meal for us, but there you go. Okay, well, Rosemary, thank you so much for joining us. It's really been interesting and a pleasure, and it's going to make a great podcast with this mix of you and two monsters. Oh, <laughs> I can't wait to listen. And thank you, Mark, and thank you, Kate, for thinking of us and including us in your podcast. After I talked with the monsters about sweet potatoes, I practically rushed to the stove to make one of my favorite November dishes, which is whole wheat pasta. I use farfalle for this. Whole wheat pasta with roasted sweet potatoes. Such a great combination. So heat the oven to 400 degrees and grease a rimmed baking sheet with some olive oil. You want to be able to hold all the sweet potato that you're going to use in just one layer. So make sure the pan's big enough or use two pans. You want about a pound of sweet potatoes peeled and cut into one inch cubes. Spread those out on the sheet and sprinkle them with salt and pepper. Toss with a couple tablespoons of good olive oil and roast them until they brown about 15 minutes on the bottom. Scatter about a tablespoon of garlic over the top. Toss them and continue to roast until they're browned and tender. It's going to be about 30 minutes total, 35 minutes. I did say to heat the oven to 400, didn't I? If not, do that. While that's all happening, you can bring a large pot of water to a boil and salt it, and then cook about a pound of whole wheat pasta. As I said, I use farfalle for this. Do not overcook it. Start tasting it pretty early, like after five or six minutes. It should be quite al dente. Drain it, save some of the cooking water, a cup or so, and drain the pasta. Then return the pasta to the pot with the roasted sweet potatoes, a quarter cup or so of chopped parsley or chives, red chili flakes to taste. I'd start with half a teaspoon or so and toss all of that with another tablespoon or two of olive oil and over very low heat, toss this and add enough of that pasta cooking liquid to make the whole mixture saucy. Taste and adjust for salt, pepper, chili flakes, whatever you like, and serve immediately. I would say cheese Parmesan is optional for this, but good. Have fun with that. Thank you for listening, and thanks so much to our first and still only monster guests, Cookie Monster and Gonger, and to Rosemarie Trulio for sharing some background on the world's most beloved show. Follow Sesame Street on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Sesame Street. That's pretty easy. Thank you to my co-host and producer, Kate Bittman, and to our engineer, Davis Lloyd. Thank you again for listening, and... Check us out next week when we will have somebody awesome. Bye for now.